Welcome to the Right Fight Podcast, where we're talking about how to live a loving life. Not just about how to live it, but what love is, how it works, how it works in our life, what its enemies are, and everything else involved in that. That's the subject of every podcast. I'm Kenny Vaughn. I'm here with my wife, Tammy. Thank you for having me. Yep. And so today we're going to jump into um, something that came up in the last couple weeks about self-love. And if you know, if you know us, you listen to the podcast, you follow us on Instagram, um, we talk about this a lot. And I think there's a lot of confusion about it because we, I say self-love and people think something different than I'm saying. They say self-love. I think something different than they're saying. It's kind of like love. The problem is we all have our own definition of it. The truth is, though, I think there is a true definition of what love is and what self-love is. So before we get into the podcast, I want to start with an example that I used once before. You may have heard me share it before when we were going through the book, The Right Fight. and It was an example in one of the chapters in the book. But I think it does a good job of laying out what do we mean by self-love when we talk about self-love. So I'm just going to jump right into that. I was at the time I heard this message, it, it was from a pastor. He's very well known. Um, probably, I think the guy's got over a hundred books out and I, th- you know, I, I read a lot of his stuff and he was pro self-love and he taught a message on it. And at this point in my life, I'm thinking self-love is not, it's not a good thing. I, I didn't know. Uh, so, so his message was a challenge to me, but he made a point. He gave an illustration in this message and his illustration when he gave it immediately, I thought, wow, maybe I'm wrong and maybe he's right. And I had to spend a few days digging and praying and thinking and going a little deeper. And so, uh, and, and, and then I believe in the end, I still believe that self-love is not a good thing, but let's let's let me just share the illustration, and then I want to share with you why I think it's it's not a good illustration. The example he gave was this: He said, "If you're on an airplane and the airplane gets in trouble, the mass drop down, and what do you do first, right? And so everybody knows you put your mask on first, so you can help the people around you put their mask on. And so then he says, so." Love is the same way. He says, the only way you can help the people around you put their mask on is if you have already put your mask on. If you don't have your mask on, how are you going to help the people around you? From there, he went on to illustrate the point that unless you love yourself, you can't love anyone else. And at this time and still today, I'm believing the truth is if you love yourself, if you love yourself, if you love yourself, you can't love anyone else. But his illustration is confusing me because I'm going, okay, I get that. Like, if I don't take care of myself, I can't. I mean, that's just the truth. If I don't take care of myself, I can't take care of anyone else. I mean, a sinking ship (laughs) doesn't need to be taking people on board. So how then do I flush that? Am I supposed to love myself? And this is where, for the first time in my life, I started doing a little deeper dive into, you know, is love what we do? And I don't think it is. Here's where I'm going to go. I want you to follow me here because I think, I think this is so paradigm shifting. This, and, and, and when this paradigm shifts in our head and in our hearts, lights come on immediately. And 
And then those lights lead to more light and it begins to set us free in our own lives from the things that self-love trap us in. And, and this is what I mean by this. So if put yourself back on the airplane, okay, something went wrong, the mask dropped down. You put your mask on first so that you can help other people. Why? Okay, so love is not what you did. It's why you did it. Why did you put the mask on first? If you put your mask on first so that you can help other people, is that self-love? I don't think so. That's love. Mm-hmm. Like I, did, I didn't do it for me. I did it for you. Yeah. That's love. However, if you put your mask on first to make sure you get a mask, that's self-love. Yeah. And so in both cases, you're putting a mask on. You're doing the exact same thing in both cases, but you're doing them for two completely different reasons. One of them is for yourself. The other one is for someone else. And you may say, well, I'm scared, so I'm just going to make sure I get a mask. And I say, well, fear is the leading culprit of self-love. And what, what you, so you may say, well, how do I know who I love? And I would say, we know. Like, we, we know why we do what we do. Deep down, we know. Now, sometimes we instinctively do things. Sometimes we reflect. Sometimes we, you know, we just, maybe, maybe we just automatically grab a mask without even considering anything else. But once you got your mask on, if you see somebody else without a mask on, what are you going to do? Or maybe a better question to ask yourself, to, if you, if you want to get this straight in your own heart and your own head, because we may not be on an airplane where a mask drops down, but all day long, every day, Masks are dropping down in our lives. Things are happening where I have to choose, am I taking this or am I giving it to you? Who's coming and why am I taking this? And who am I loving? Who do I spend my life loving? Because who you spend your life loving will determine whether or not you live a loving life. And if you spend your life loving yourself, you're not going to be able to love the people around you because I can't give you my mask. I can't put my mask on for me and for you. Mm -hmm. I put it on for you. Or I put it on for me. And you may say, well, I can do it for both. Well, then maybe you could. But then let me ask you this question. What if just one mask fell down between you and the person next to you? What would you do? Mm. Would you put it on? Or would you give it to them? And that would reveal to you who you love. And And these are some things that we need to make our minds up about now. Because if we don't make our minds up now, if we, don't, if we don't have our hearts set right now before this happens, when it happens, we're just going to do what we've already decided. Like we, we, don't, we don't normally make these decisions whenever this is coming undone. We don't normally make selfish decisions when something happens. We've already made that decision. It's just when something happens, it presents the opportunity where we're forced to put into action what we already believe. So... Self-love, I would argue, is not what you do. It's why you do it. So it is doing what is best for yourself without regard for anyone else. That's love. No, that's self-love, doing what is best for yourself. Isn't that what I said? I might have said it backwards. Let me say it again. Yeah. Okay, I'll say it again. Self-love is me doing what is best for me without regard for you. Okay. So people, the common argument is, you know, well, I take care of myself. That's how I ask people all the time when they tell me you got to love yourself. My my question, they they say you got to love yourself before you can love anyone else. My question is always, how do you love yourself? 
And the most common answer is, well, I exercise and I take care of myself. And I'll say, well, that's not necessarily or inherently self-love. Like, why are you exercising and taking care of yourself? What's, what's the purpose? Why are you doing it? And, of course, they usually will say because so that I can take care of other people. Then I'm like, well, that's love. That's not self-love. Mm-hmm. And if you're it, and sometimes they I think sometimes we say that. But if we really dig a little deeper, we kind of know, well, it's not just for that. Sometimes we just put ourselves first, period. That's self-love. So if I'm taking care of myself without regard for the people around me, that's the self-love. Mm-hmm. Okay. So sum that up one more time like this. Self-love is me doing what I believe is best for me, even though it's really not, mm-hmm. without regard for others. Mm-hmm. It's putting myself first. Love is doing what I believe is truly best for others without regard for myself. It's putting others first. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm having this conversation and uh, with someone, I, and I honestly, I don't remember if it was in the comment section on Instagram. I try to re- respond a lot there, so it may have been there. Uh, or it could have been in a direct message. I don't remember. And the guy I'm talking to is he's he's fairly savvy, you know. He knows scripture, and he's making a decent argument. And and one of the things he throws at me is he goes, he says, Kenny, what do you do with the scripture that says, you know? Or, no, he asked me, do you think God loves Himself? And I said, no, I think God is love, mm-hmm. and I think love is selfless, but. And when he said it, I'm thinking, I'm not sure. And l- let me just say real clearly here, um, I don't. I want to be c- so careful about suggesting <laughs> what who God is and what He believes. Like I'm telling you the best of my my best of my understanding, but if that's not who God is, I'm wrong. You know, I, and so I don't want to be. Um, I'm not speaking for God. That's what I want to make real clear when I share this. But I do want to share what I believe, and, and, and because he, because what he said really challenged me. Because after he said, you know, do you do you believe God loves Himself? I was like, man, I don't, I don't think so. And he says, well, what do you do with the scripture that says that God created us for His glory? Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank God this is a direct message mm-hmm. or a comment on Instagram, because if it wasn't, I would look like a deer in the headlights right now. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just thinking. I'm not sure why, but I've never considered that. And Lord, what do I do with this? And it, I had to spend a couple of days on it. And I'm like, and it's really kind of stirring me up inside because one of, I've told y'all before, one of my biggest concerns is I'm going to get somewhere down the road and and realize I wrote a book that's not true and it's misleading people. I don't believe that. You know, I really believe it's the truth. I'm fully convinced, but I'm not God. And so this guy's presented me with something where I'm, I'm questioning that. So I'm really wrestling with it. And so I think, you know what, I have to find a way to go deeper. Like, where do you go? And so if you want to, sometimes when we wrestle with things because we can't flush them out, and, and then we make decisions to accept things that aren't really true, and they still aren't sitting well with us, but we just don't know what else to do with them. Anytime I get there, and this will help you too, I ask myself, why? It's always the next question is why. So it took me, and sometimes I don't know what to ask why to, and this one took me 24, 48 hours to go, okay, maybe this is the why I need to ask. If God made us to glorify himself, that's not what He. That's not why he did it. That's what he did. The question is, why did he do it? And that's, that's whenever I felt like all the light started coming on for me because 
what I the what what we know immediately is this. This is a question I ask myself. Okay, so if if God made us to glorify Him, why did He do it? If He did it for Himself, that would be self love. So, what then happens when I glorify God? He made me to glorify Him. What then happens when I glorify God? Is God better for me glorifying Him? Is God more complete? Because I glorify him? Is is God more God because I glorify him? Does does anything about me glorifying God change who he is? And man, it was a resounding no to everything. It's like no, 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 no. (laughs) So so good. Yeah. So then you gotta go, okay, well then let's flip it. Mm -hmm. Who did God do this for? Why, why did he create us to glorify him? And so then the question becomes, when I glorify God, does it help me? Yeah. When I glorify God, does it complete me? Yeah. yeah. When I glorify God, does it change who I am? Completely. Absolutely. Totally in every way, shape, form, or fashion. So who is glorifying God for? It's for me. It's not for him. Now I'm sure it blesses God's heart. I'm sure it, because He is love. Like he, I'm sure, I'm sure it 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 fills Him. Or if if He can be filled, He's, he's already full. He's already complete. You know. But but us glorifying God is not for God. It's for us. So yes, He did com- He did create you to glorify Him. But I don't think it was for Him. I think it was for you. And I think it was like the pinnacle of what love truly is. Mm-hmm. It's selfless, right? Does that make sense? Very much. I it's, agree 100%. And you got some stuff uh, you want to share with us? Well, the the scripture that, that man had shared with you that got us thinking was from Isaiah 43, 7, everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. And like, I was like you. It really confused me uh at first my first thought was well you know maybe (laughs) maybe he does love himself but i knew that god was perfect love he was he is selfless you know i i know that but and i also in my mind i was thinking well he uh, out of anybody he is worth you know, he is God. He's our creator. He's our savior. So if he wanted to love himself, then, That's right. you know, who am I? To, right. He is worthy of, of all of our praise, you know. But then when you talk to me about that, about how does us glorifying God change him or make any difference in God? Absolutely not. But does us glorifying God change us and when you said that like like you said all the lights went on in my head and I'm like absolutely it changes us so I'm like you know God wants the best for us he wants us to live eternally with him he he's perfect love you know and so I just think absolutely not I think God does not love himself I just think I love how you explained it I think it really cleared it up for me. 
Yeah, I don't think so either. And you may say, well, what difference does it make if God loves himself or not? He's God. He, right. He, he, right, that's right. what I thought. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and so, I, I, you know, I can't argue with that. I would just argue that it's so important that we know who God is. Yeah. And his word tells us if we know love, we know God. If we don't know love, we don't know God. And so, so it's so important that we know what love is. And then our, I mean, he created us. It tells us he created us in his image. And so the, the most blessed life we're ever going to live is a life that is mm-hmm. as much like God as possible. And we can't, we can't live a life like God. And we prove that <laughs> incredibly well. And we prove it all day long, every day. And so he sent Christ, who was love, who didn't love himself, mm-hmm. who laid down his life for our sake, who, who, put himself like 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 you know the mass dropped down yeah. for him and he was either going to take it or he was going to give it to us he was, either we were going on the cross or he was mm-hmm. there was going to be paint for our sin and he took our place on the cross so that we didn't have to go there so that was him loving us not loving himself so so i understand you know god god can do whatever he wants to do and, he, and i'm going with god i'm not yeah. going with kenny <laughs> Okay, but I think it's so important that we do know and understand love and we know and understand God so we can become more like him. And the more you know and understand him and love, the more you're going to know and understand life and the people around you and the more blessed your life will be. But I think a good way to wrap this up this morning before I came on here, because I'm still I was still nervous, like, ah, I don't, I don't want to get this wrong. And um, and I know, and if y'all have pushback, please push back. You can go and jump on Instagram and comment. You can email us. You know, uh, we may use some of your stuff in the, in the next uh, podcast to double back on some of this. But this morning I was considering that. I was like, you know, I don't, uh, Lord, don't please don't let me mislead people. You know, but I believe this is the truth. And I was just doing some studying, and I found something from John Piper, and he's talking about this very subject and he and he first tammy's going to read this to us but at the very beginning he shares a quote that he found from c.s lewis and he's saying hey this is what i saw that c.s wrote and then the rest of this is from john piper but i thought he he may have summed it up better than i have so uh, let's read this and then we'll wrap this up c.s lewis writes i think we delight to praise what we enjoy because the praise not merely expresses, but completes the enjoyment. It is its appointed consummation. It is not out of compliment that lovers keep on telling one another how beautiful they are. The delight is incomplete till it is expressed. And then John Piper responds, there's the key. We praise what we enjoy because the delight is incomplete until it is expressed in praise. If we were not allowed to speak of what we value and celebrate what we love and praise what we admire, our joy would not be full. Therefore, if God is truly for us, if he would give us the best and make our joy full, he must make it his aim to win our praise for himself, not because he needs to shore up some weakness in himself or compensate for some deficiency, but because he loves us and seeks the fullness of our joy that can only be found in knowing and praising him, the most beautiful of all beings. God is the one being in all the universe for whom seeking his own praise is the ultimately loving act. 
For him, self-exaltation is the highest virtue. When he does all things for the praise of his glory, as Ephesians 1 says, he preserves for us and offers to us the only thing in all the world which can satisfy our longings. God is for us and therefore has been, is now, and always will be for himself. Praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. That's right. That's good. And so, I mean, so God being for himself is God being for us. Mm-hmm. And and you may, right. I, re- I probably read that six or eight times, one sentence at a time to make sure I was getting what they were saying. So, I, I mean, don't hesitate to rewind some of this, this podcast and listen to that again, because there's some solid truth in that. And, and, and so because God loves you, he wants you to love him because only thing that's going to complete you is you loving him. Like we won't have the power to love anybody until we first love him. And we love him because he first loved us. I love that part just to reiterate. It says um, that God doesn't need to shore up some weakness in himself or compensate for some deficiency for getting our glory right but because he loves us and seeks the fullness of our joy that can only be found in knowing and praising him yeah so he everything he does is for us and what is best for us yes that's right absolutely and that's love that's his why it's not self you are his why yeah yeah how crazy is that that makes me want to cry (laughs) i know we are the why right despite the fact that we didn't earn it right right yeah that's awesome. Okay. Well, I hope that makes sense. Thanks for being here with me today, Tammy. And until next time, trust God's word no matter what. And keep your eyes on the horizon. Thanks for listening to The Right Fight Podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, The Right Fight, for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com, Audible, and all digital platforms. If you have any questions for the podcast, You can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject. And make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.